Welcome everyone to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show filled with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James. James here, coming to you episode number 42 of the Inside Japan Podcast, brought to you by Patreon supporters and JobInJapan.com. Today, guys, I got another interview with Peter, the man behind JobInJapan.com, the guy that sees more resumes than anyone I know, who talks to more employers in Japan than anyone I know, and anyone you know, I, I'm, I'm guessing, unless you're some kind of super human freak. But this time we talk about, uh, Peter went to some ETJ expos, which are English teaching jobs, English, I forget exactly what the acronym stands for, but it's the English Teaching Expo for you in Japan, and employers go there and teachers go there, so obviously Peter talked to both sides of the people, and today we kind of get into two kind of main topics. Uh, the main problems that employers having with people trying to get their jobs, so we learn what are their kind of pain points when they're, you know, they can't find good people, and assuming if you listen to the show, you might be one of the people that want to fill those jobs, so what are the people that are applying to them doing wrong? We talk about that a lot. We also talk about this time of year is a sad time of year, really, in, in the, in the, for some people the, in, in, in Japan that are working as an, AL, as an ALT because this is a time of year when the, the Board of Education have to have to sometimes, depending on the length of the contract, have to redo their contracts, right? So this can be a time when if you're working for a dispatch company, any dispatch company out there, let's call it ALT Insider Dispatch Company, I have the contract with your town. Um, at the end of some time, three years every whenever the contract length is there's like a bidding war that happens for that town and if i lose my if my bid is not good enough anymore they're not accepting anymore they don't go to different companies so now all the t- t- the teachers that are working for my company the alt insider dispatch company don't have a job now sometimes the, the the i could help them find a job in some other parts of japan stuff like this blah 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 but sometimes if you have a family and you have a house and stuff like that it's not that simple right so this is a big problem happened to me twice in my alt career when i was an alt and it's happened to a lot of people right now so we talk to Peter about that. What would you do in that situation? The most important point, just a spoiler alert, the most important point is preparation. Um, but after that, there is some things, steps you can take to kind of hopefully find your next thing because uh, I don't want to spoil anything else, but just say, uh, good. Peter said in an interesting way, it's kind of like, at that time of year, it's kind of like the free agency period uh, where everyone's trying to find a job. But the, as clo- the, the sooner you get, the closer you get to that start of the season, the, the season being the start of the elementary, the start of the public school year, you get some, you know, schools that are a little more desperate to find people, and uh, you might have, find more luck. But, anyways, I spoiled enough. So here is Peter from JobInJapan.com with a lot of stuff about finding a job in Japan. Enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. Very special guest today. His third time on the show now. Peter from Jobs in Japan. How are you feeling tonight, Peter? I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Nice to have you on the show again. A little check in and a, a grab bag of topics about working in Japan. Uh, mm-hmm. finding your next job in Japan, all things that you are an expert on, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can accept the title of expert, I think. Come on. Yeah, don't, I like don't that. Be modest. Don't, don't, say it again. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so first let's talk about you were just at the ETJ Expos, uh, many of those. So what kind of what kind of is it? For anyone that doesn't know, give us a quick refresher. Okay, the ETJ, that's English Teachers in Japan. It's a group, has a lot of people. It's all throughout Japan. And every year they hold their main expos, whether it be in Sendai, Tokyo, uh, Kyushu, um, Kobe, and Nagoya. And they have a bunch of seminars all day long. And um, yeah, I give two seminars there. One is for uh, mainly English teachers wanting to get a job or a better job. And then I give another session to the um, employers on how to avoid hiring a... A disgruntled, toxic foreigner. 
Okay, that seems like very. <laughs> I wish everyone could get that information, right? I mean, that's something I wish everyone know. Yeah. Uh, no, I do have us, both sides. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So, how about what's your? Let's give your. Let's say I have one bullet point from each of those sub seminars. I know you probably talk for half an hour, an hour, whatever. But give us like a big bullet point for each, maybe. Okay, for on the um, employer side, there it's definitely a candidate's market. So uh, for the job seekers, you have it made because there are a lot of employers just needing people. Uh, so, but yeah, the but they're just complaining about that the job seekers themselves they just don't know how to apply correctly. So they're doing the spray and pray method, and they're making all these uh, the normal mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's kind of a. Is that a product of people like thinking they'll definitely think of getting a job in Japan is so easy or just people not caring? Just uh, I, it's easy to get a job in Japan. Think kind of, what, what do you think the cause of that? Uh, there's a number of causes. One, it's too easy to apply to a job online. It's almost like your Amazon, um, your one click purchase. So they didn't do apply, 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 and they just cut and paste the same cover letter. And um, so it's just too easy that way. But the other problem is actually with the employers because they're not showing how they're different than any other school except for the wage. Uh, just as a lot of the schools are looking at the um, a foreign instructor that, um, yeah, a, a foreign instructor is a, a gaijin, a gaijin, a gaijin, um, and there's no difference other than maybe um, skin pigment and maybe the country they were born in. Um, but yeah, just the same thing goes with um, uh, the schools. They have to show like, hey, how are we different? How is it a good job? And if they don't um, do that, you're just going to be getting people that are applying for any job and not your job. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. And so, yeah, what are some ways? Like, I know we're kind of the show is targeted at people wanting to find a job, not employers. But I guess I want to know what kind of advice do you give them to kind of show what's different? Because you know, it kind of is every teaching job is kind of the same, right? Yeah, it is uh, kind of the same, but um, the first thing I'm telling the job seekers is um, they're usually probably going about it all wrong because um, job boards and recruiters and all this, that's a last resort for most employers. Um, Most employers are going to try and find someone through their network or their trusted, um, I say, friends or instructors networks first, Uh, which makes sense. Um, Yeah, because um, online, because they know everybody's lying on their um, resume and their cover letters and you don't know. Yeah, no, we we do know everybody. Okay. They call it marketing. Okay. but that yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, people are going to um, exaggerate uh, a little bit far on what they've done or what they didn't do or try to hide uh, certain things. But uh, yeah, just like um, uh, dating, you'd rather find someone through your friends or someone who's trusted than go online and find a, a potential psycho. Yeah, true, 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 for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I guess for those just the last talk about these ETJ expos is this really just to kind of for teachers that want to skill, you know, get a, I was going to say skill up the Japanese got the kind of word, but yeah. if they want to get better, you know, increase their skills or just a, like kind of networking opportunity. What's kind of the main point of the ETJ expos? Uh, so ETJ is more about um, teachers, um, and a lot of them are just the grass. It's a grassroots um, organization, so it's not like oh, I have to be a professional teacher or I don't have a early child education degree or I don't have a master, so this is not for me. No, this is very encompassing and welcoming for anybody and everybody. So you have people for that are doctors and people like, um, yeah, I was just, yeah, I just got my first English teaching job or I'm looking for my first English teaching job. They threw me in the deep end and without water wings, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, so it's very um, helpful that way. And it's just teachers helping other teachers and they have a lot of regional 
meetings and for professional development or even networking. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so just any, and just go to the website to find out more about that. I can put the yeah. link in the show notes page. But yeah, yeah. Uh, English teachers in Japan, yeah. Okay, so. cool, cool. Okay, so let's get some kind of big topics here. Um, obviously, you've seen a lot of – you talk to a lot of employers as job, at jobsinjapan.com. You talk to a lot of people that want to work in Japan too. Um, mm-hmm. You said one – like you already touched on, the biggest thing employers complain about – I don't know about the biggest thing, but a huge thing employers complain about is they get crap applications, right? Right. Um, so a couple of things is um, online especially. Um, so a lot of um, the job seekers don't understand that when they're applying online, it's actually being read on the other end by a human. So uh, their cover letters like resume attached or or even <laughs> nothing. And it's like, wow, you really sold yourself well, well that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one, they just laugh because uh, they're like um, the because of the copy and paste, um, they're disasters because you're going to change just the uh, maybe the website name or the company name and or the position name and they can tell that you've just done that and even sometimes the people forget and they're sending something to ABC school saying oh I'd like a job at DEF school and um, yeah they because they didn't change the template mm-hmm. or there's like a, a couple extra spaces before and after like the company name or the job title because they yeah the spacing it's like a typo they uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like oh so I'm very interested in the position at Space, space, ABC, <laughs> international school, or whatever. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's, uh, you just uh, went crazy on the space bar there. I've, I'm <laughs> sure you want my job and not just any job. Uh, so, and a couple of them, um, yeah, we're just sharing cover letters. And one person was talking about how they're detail oriented and they spelled oriented wrong. So oh, yeah. it's like, <laughs> okay, good stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, no, they just say, no, they're just flooding us with um, cover letters and all this, but no one seems to want my job or they just want, yeah, they just want any job. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing, right? I mean, I think it's a big problem is thinking of, I, I just want to work anywhere in Japan. So you kind of treat like, I'll just, I'll just send them a million places and see what happens, right? But that's not the yeah. way you should approach it. Yeah. yeah, but the interesting thing I found is that a lot of the instructors, because they are desperate for a good candidate, they said like, how much do I have to pay? Because they don't know. Some It's all over the place. Um, even for part-time, I've seen part-time ones as low as um, 15 or 1,600 yen an hour up until, uh, what, 4,500 yen an hour. Like, it's all over there. And uh, the same with the um, the schools as well. So is 250,000 the going rate or is it 270 or is it 300 or whatever? Uh, they don't know. But the, uh, the employers are saying offering more money has not resulted in a better hire. It's just resulted in someone who wants more money. So that's kind of the tough part. That's the, the tough thing, right? Because, I mean, obviously you want to pay more and you should get better teachers if you pay more, but that's not what happens, right? Right. So it's it should be like, uh, oh, you pay peanuts, you're going to get monkeys. So pay a better wage, you'll get a better teacher. Yeah. But a lot of them said, yeah, uh, we hired this person at, I don't want to say like the uh, lowball, the person in with bargain by basement prices, but uh, they paid less um, on the salary. And it's like, well, this person is a godsend. They're great, and they're uh, they do everything, and they go the extra mile. And this other person that we hired um, for uh, twenty, thirty thousand yen more a month is just um, uh, the laziest person on the earth, and they're not doing half as much as the, the cheaper employee. Hmm. Yeah, so what's kind of what can you what can you do that? I mean, it's got a <laughs> it's tough, right? It's tough for the I've been teachers out there listening that I want to get a job teaching. They're like, wow, that doesn't sound good for me, right? 
Yeah, uh, no, it doesn't because they they say how can we um, we how can we judge and um, because I, I feel for these employers is like okay they they're they're offering like hey I'll pay more and I'll get a better teacher but that doesn't seem to always be the case but where they're seeing a better teacher is from the cover letter because the cover letter if it shows that the person is actually buying into that school or they've actually took some time to actually write a customized cover letter and mention something about it because they say, oh, my uh, my skills are a perfect match for your school. And then they don't go into detail how it is or uh, I like your school and they don't say why. Then, yeah, they know this person's phony and they just want a job. But, um, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting that the people, they're not getting a better a better product for, uh, for paying more. What do you think about that? Because I heard about the news of like um... – Obviously, Next said that the 2020 goal, they want to have ALT in every school and uh, mm-hmm. all the other schools. And obviously, they haven't been able to do that. And it doesn't look like they're going to be able to find enough teachers for that. Have you seen uh, – is there less good teachers applying for jobs maybe? Is that part of it too? And over the years, has there been less teachers applying for these jobs? Uh, definitely so. Yeah. So there's been uh, – there are – I don't have the exact immigration stats, but um, it does seem that there's fewer teachers here. Uh-huh. Um, so, which um, I thought would be good because that would give more of an opportunity to those highly fluent non-native uh, speakers uh, yeah. that actually make a better teacher in many cases. Oh, yeah. So, hopefully, that would uh, open it up to actually some skilled teachers and not just like, um, "Hey, I'm a native English speaker. Worship me." Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I understand both sides. But um, yeah, uh, there is definitely a a lack of teachers, which should make it really good for the uh, for the job seeker. Yeah, you think the, the qualified teachers should be, have an easy job finding finding work right now in this climate, right? For sure. Um, do you think that's kind of a is this is that less teacher thing? Is that a result of kind of the the kind of the conditions going? You know, it used to be the land of you know land of go, uh, golden honey there in Japan. In t- Japan teaching English was awesome, right? Get right. Paid, go stay in for an hour was that was average, right? Yeah. Uh, you think because we went so far away from that, that's maybe the reason that's happening. That maybe Japan isn't a hot place to to go to teach anymore. No, that is one of the cases. So um, yeah, Japan isn't the flavor of the month anymore uh, for making money. Uh, because no, you could get some people that would take some time off. Uh, they graduate from university. It's like, hey, I'm going to go to Japan for two or three years and bank some, uh, just get some cash to finance my um, MBA or something like that. Yeah, and people like pay off student loans. Yeah, yeah, and um, now it's like, wow, um, I came to Japan, and because of this, uh, the salary, I didn't save a penny. So no longer am I not further on my career. Uh, I'm actually further in debt because I couldn't even make payments on my student debt. And um, uh, yeah, moving here, the uh, I say the uh, key money and all the money to get my place, and I'm barely paying off the debts here. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's going to be a tough question for you, though. So I'm going to ask you, I'll put you on the spot here. So, you know, in teaching job in Japan, I think you should see it as it, it just it should be an entry level job, right? That's how you're st- you're starting Japan, right? Or do you think there still is that career jobs out there? Uh, there are career jobs out there, but um, if you want to be an English teacher, well, you don't have to know that you want to be an English teacher from day one. You come mm-hmm. over and it's like, well, most of the people come over as an English teacher for Aikaiwa and the ALT because, hey, Japan's a cool place. I want to see Japan. Yeah. And English is a means to an end to get you a, a a paycheck and a visa. Yeah. So fair enough. But when you're doing the job, then you're going to find out like, hey, 
I actually kind of like this and all this, mm. or like I'm actually, um, even though I have a business degree, um, yeah, I kind of like uh, the t teaching aspect of that. And then from there, you can get um, uh, certifications or more training and all that, because if you're not um, either learning some Japanese or higher skills, you're not worth more money and it will top out. Mm. Uh, yeah. Because no, if you're a uh, school owner and um, you have the same person there and they're not taking on more responsibility and they're not getting more skills, they're not worth more money. The loyalty is only worth so much. So you'll give yeah. them a little bit more, but there's no way that you're going to make um, a livable wage for your age. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, when you're, yeah, you're 23 and making, um, yeah, uh, $30,000, uh, $35,000 a month teaching, uh, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, get married and pluck out a few kids and that 35 grand is not <laughs> yeah just forget about it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's hard <laughs> yeah yeah so how about um yeah another thing trends thing i want to check with you gifts you know i always checking the winds online and stuff and it seems that uh maybe more boes are saying hey i want to go the direct hire route to get my teacher kind of locked in because how much in flux the dispatch kind of thing seems to be you have any insight on that do you think that's true or not it seems like direct hires are getting more popular um, there are quite a few direct hires. There was um, actually uh, one school there at um, uh, the ETJ Expo from uh, Zushi. They were they were looking for some direct hires, though. So the direct hires are out there, but um, a lot of the schools are going more towards the um, the dispatch route. Mm -hmm. um, the reason for that is um, dealing with people is a pain. Yeah. <laughs> So no, and uh, for no, if you hire somebody, then what happens if they go over so many years, and then it's a, uh, it's no, you have to, it's a rent to buy. No, you you have to make this person an employee now. So yeah, yeah. so with the um, ELT, you don't have to do that. And what happens if um, the person uh, dies, get hit by a bus, or they're a problem? You can just call the ALT um, company, or even with the training, the a lot of the uh, dispatch companies, they will train the person up. And guess what? If the person is a problem, it's like, hey, no, you you basically sold me a defective foreigner. I want a new one. Uh, so, so no, it's it's easier that way, and there, you don't have the you don't have the HR problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so have, I'm putting you on the spot here. A lot of questions I know we didn't talk about, but I want to know. Uh, also, you know the the five year thing. You know, some people that doesn't know out there, they made a rule where if you work some same place for five years, you have to offer permanent is what they call it but it's not really permanent employment right you have to offer like a contract that lasts f kind of forever right is that what it, yeah, you, it have to ask, you have to offer a regular employment as a regular yeah, employee yeah. yeah so so overall has that been a good thing or bad thing for 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 workers in japan foreign t workers in japan primarily teachers is that a good or bad thing overall you think both um the way okay. i'm saying that is because no if you're a decent teacher and you make yourself um invaluable to the school then hey, basically, after five years, they're going to want to keep you. And then oh. this is going to basically um, not incentivize, but put the school under the gun that, no, you can't keep this guy in limbo for, uh, forever. Yeah. Um, uh, but on the other side, if, if you're not a good teacher, um, this is good because now they have an excuse and they can let you go and you don't deserve it. So if you're not doing the job and you were just taking it because um, it's a cushy job, it's I think it's um, okay because now the schools can just get another version of you. Uh, that might <laughs> yeah, work yeah. out better. So now I don't have much sympathy for people that don't go the extra mile. Um, but yeah, it's good because if you're a good teacher, they, they're not going to want to lose you. Yeah, yeah. That's and then this point, is yeah. going to give them the sense of like, oh, geez, do we let this teacher go, which all the parents in the PTA love, the students love this person and all this. Um, 
do we want this person go or um, do we make them one of us? So, yeah. Yeah. It's all about making yourself, you making yourself someone that don't want to get, you know, you don't want to be that kind of person that can just switch with anybody, right? Let's get our next foreigner in here. All right. We lost yeah. that guy. Who's yeah. next? You know, yeah. that's the thing. Making yeah. yourself what was his important. name again? Yeah. Yeah. We had yeah. that guy. Yeah. So, but no, if you make yourself invaluable, then yeah. they're got, now they're um, forced to keep you or, okay, or risk having an inferior teacher on the next one. Yeah, that's a good way. To, that's a good good thing to say for sure. Yeah, and now now on the other this kind of year is also another time when ALTs. I went through it twice in my life where I had a I had a job as an ALT and I thought, oh, I'm 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 doing a, I am doing the extra mile, right? I am being a good teacher. I really tried hard when I was an ALT, and I mm-hmm. I really they did have a name in the school. I'm pretty proud of what I did when I was an ALT, right? But mm-hmm. then the the that rug that rug got pulled right out up from under me when my dispatch company lost the contract for where I was living, where I had my mm-hmm. apartment and everything. And I was out on the street, right? And that's happening to people right now in Japan as we speak in February, at the end of February. Um, so I've got, you know, three or four emails from myself just saying, James, I lost my job and I have, I'm married. What can I do? And I was, it's a sad time when that happens. But yeah. so what kind of advice would you give for, to those kind of people that are kind of in scramble mode right now? What, what would you do if that happened to you? Well, there's two things that uh, we can go over is one is, um, well, the location, we might not be able to find a person, a job in that location so early, but that person is actually, um, did not do themselves a favor because um, even though they worked hard uh, with um, with the teaching, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't make themselves bulletproof. And the best way to do that is actually um, through getting their network. So, uh, so because basically most of the jobs you're going to get are from referrals, as yeah. I mentioned earlier. So, but then when I talk to the people at the these seminars, uh, it's like. Okay, how many belong? To, so they all belong to the ETJ, but I say, how many of you also belong to JALT? Uh, JALT's a good organization. It only costs like 10,000 yen a year and all this. Or ones like TYPE, which is uh, Tokyo Association, uh, Association of International Preschools. And there's other groups where you're networking. So when you're out on your ass like that, then you can just say, hey, guys, um, you know anything? And then they might, oh, yeah, my, my company's hiring or they're going to have people looking out for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you didn't build up your professional network because you're going to get that next job from somebody that you've worked with, that you were at this professional development seminar with, um, in the same group and all this. So they don't have a network. So that's um, – they don't have a parachute right there. Yeah, yeah. It's all about preparing ex- for yeah, it preparing, right? Yeah, preparing for that and um, you should have your own network there. So that's um, – and even not just being members, uh, what they should do at these different associations is volunteer. When you're volunteering at these, then you get to uh, getting good with the people that are running the association. You can talk to the different employers or the speakers on a professional level instead of being just a, um, how you say, someone attending. You're involved with the whole group, so you're in the inner circle. And those people will, um, because you'll know them better, they'll actually um, help you out a little bit more. That's good stuff. So yeah. even um, the um, the person that runs the the top person at the ETJ, uh, sometimes he'll send me an email and say, "Hey Pete, there's um, this person that went to one of my training seminars. Great teacher, just can't find a, a job in their area. Uh, can you give a hand?" Um, for me, it's great because if I know a school in that area that's looking for a teacher, that's basically a reference or a testimonial that this teacher is going to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And then if I send um, a, how you say, a certified, um, not certified as in like the shikaku as in like the, uh, like a Celta or a Delta or anything like that, but uh, someone that's actually of standing up, uh, a trainer has said this person's good. And I send that to an employer. 
oh yeah, they're happy. That's gold. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so that's the the good thing is that yeah, if you actually and it's not going to happen overnight to build your network and all that because you don't want to be like a, a used car salesman. Hey, my name's Pete. I'm looking for a job. Hey, yeah. my name's Pete. And you know, uh, walking around the room, but um, but uh, that's going to take time. But um, your people that are emailing you are already. Um, up shit creek without a paddle, yeah, <laughs> yeah for exactly lack of creek, yeah. Um, but the good part about, uh, not the good part, uh, that there is hope because um, from January to the end of March is the crazy season for hiring, as you know, uh-huh. uh, because of the April 1st uh, school year. Um, they want them starting there. Um, just as some of these um, ALT companies, uh, these dispatchers are losing, they might have lost a contract or something like that, or the person finds, a lot of the other um, instructors um, have taken a few other jobs. So basically, maybe they took a job at um, the ALT Insider School of Excellence or something like that, and you you give them a, a, a contract and all this, and then they signed with you, and that's great, and then they're acting like uh, pro sports um, well athletes that are on their free agency, and yeah. they just found another gig that pays them more. And they're going to say, hey, James, um, you know that contract? I don't think I'm going to be there. And of course, there's going to be a family emergency or something like that, um, some excuse that they're going to give. And then you're out on your ass and you're an employer like, oh, geez, so what do I do now? The guy that I thought I had enough teachers for April 1st and now I'm down two. Mm. So basically, it's um, from starting about a, in a week or so, from the middle of uh, beginning of March to mid-March, that's when the schools are like, basically the end of the trade deadline and they found out that they're on the wrong side of it. Yeah. Yeah. So so they're scrambling. Yeah. Yeah. So then you say it is time at that time, you really want to step it up to, you know, apply to jobs that obviously apply you can or qualify for. Uh, Now this is your job in Japan owner. You might not want to hear this, but I know you, you, you recommend on the show before the best way to do that is when you find a job advertisement on jobs in Japan or wherever you see, okay, ABC English school, Mm -hmm. you want to apply directly to ABC English school, right? Right. However, at the same time, when you're applying, what you want to make sure is your uh, – well, a couple of things that you want to do is you don't want to seem desperate or anything like that. But you're going to say that um, uh, why you want to work at that school and um, not just any school. You don't want to say – you don't. Uh, telling the truth is not going to do you any good at this point because you're yeah, out of yeah. a job. You have like – Three weeks before to get a job, and um, uh, you have yeah six months or a year on your um, your visa, and all this. So you need a job. So, but uh, you don't want to say something like, um, "Oh, geez, I, I'm yeah, I'm desperate." That's not good. But you can say, um, "I'm currently employed here. I like the job. I can continue as long as I want. There are or maybe there's other jobs in the area, but when I saw your job ad." Uh, this is something that I like to do. I can see myself expanding and actually uh, giving more, um, I say, uh, what you can do for the company and how you can just help them. Yeah, like adding value, right? Adding value to them as well as that. So it's not like, oh, geez, I, um, yeah, I'm desperate. It's no, this is where I like what you're doing here. I like this area. I think I can add some value at your school or your company. This is how um, I'd love to meet with you, discuss further. Yeah, that's like you said at the beginning of the show, kind of come for a circle here. Make sure you so, show how that school is special and how you want to work there specifically, not just spray and pray, right? Right. Um, and uh, no, because a lot of the schools are um, just as desperate as uh, some of the job seekers. <laughs> they just haven't found each other. Um, true story is that um, the ETJ Expo in 
uh, Tokyo and the other people were there can verify this. There were a couple of employers there that even were wearing like um, pins or badges saying like, uh, we're hiring now. Ask me about the job. One person <laughs> even had on his T-shirt like um, uh, looking for a native level English speaker. He wrote that on the back of his shirt. Wow. Uh, um, and I told him like, you might want to uh, rethink your strategy there. Walking um, <laughs> billboard strategy. Yeah, but I'm like, you might be getting someone that can't find a job elsewhere and they're seeing that you're desperate. That's um, maybe not the right way to go. <laughs> yeah, two desperate people finding each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, match made in heaven. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and oh, actually, but the funny thing is, they paid up to 300,000 yen a month. Wow. So it wasn't a bad job. Um, it was in um, uh, Kawagoe City, um, just outside Tokyo City. But um, yeah, a very traditional town and um, not a bad employer. The guy's not um, – he's not psycho or anything like that. There, it's not a black company. Uh, they don't keep your resume. They don't cheat you and all this. But um, he just had the hard time finding the right person. Yeah, so I guess I mean you can see it's just, definitely you don't want to give up hope, right? If you don't have a job right now, it seems like this is the time. You might have to move though. The only thing that sucks is that yeah, yeah you, you might have to move. Yeah, yeah, you might have to move. That's the tough. That's that you can't get around it. That's if you accept being an ALT, that's one of the things that's the bad bad yeah. part of the job, right? Comes with the territory, you know. And the interesting about it is, um, for a lot of the um, dispatch companies, their turnover rate in the countryside in the rural areas is much less than in the the cities or in the more urban areas. Oh, wow. Because you would think that, um, well, if they're leaving from the rural areas, they want to come to Tokyo or they're leaving. Um, but, um, yeah, in the urban areas, there's just more choices. And, um, no, if they're attached, they work three years in, um, uh, how you say, a small city, and they're they're attached to it, and maybe they found a, um, a girlfriend or boyfriend or got a little roots there, and they want to stay, but that's the only game in town. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense for sure. Uh, yes, yeah, so we got. I mean, we got a few. I have, we have a few more topics here on the list, but I think we kind of. I think kind of nice little way to end it right there is that you know we had a nice talk about you know first of all ways to make sure your resume is different. You're not just doing the spray and pray method, uh, and we talked about you know I like the thing how employees are also looking for people, right? Employees are also yeah, they, they are. <laughs> just as separate as you, right? As, as want, a work, job seeker. Oh, one thing that I forgot to mention that a few of the employers were just um, livid about is too many people are sending their cover letter and applying by their their smartphone okay <laughs> and um so but yeah what's happening there is they're autocorrect and all this and it's just coming out terrible um like you wouldn't write a contract on uh, a smartphone or anything like that so why are you writing this document that's uh, designed to get you an interview for a better life yeah yeah just yeah on you're your phone serious, right yeah yeah it shows just, you're not serious not or just uh, stupid um and the other one they were talking about is um, the employees were talking about um, doing Skype interviews. Okay. Okay, because a lot of people, if you're not um, in the area or if you're hiring from overseas, you're going to be doing a lot of Skype interviews. Uh-huh. And I've um, done a few of those, yeah. And the one, a couple of their gripes were um, one person is saying like, yeah, I was interviewing the person um, and they were in like a rocking chair, a swivel chair. So <laughs> the camera, looking at the person um, – he looked at the employer fine, but because the background was moving to the guy in the swivel chair, he's like, I felt like I was on a roller coaster. <laughs> so it's not like uh, Peter Gabriel's sledgehammer. No, it's just the background was going so fast and just all over the place. Um, and um, people didn't know where their camera was facing. So if it's not looking at their face, um, the angle. So, yeah, all I could tell about this person is he had a lot of nose hair. 
Uh, <laughs> so uh, just things like that. And um, one tip, if you are doing a Skype interview, be sure to log on early because, uh, because no, the employers can see who's active or inactive on the Skype. So they're going to be checking to see if you're logged in maybe five minutes early or 10 minutes early and standing by. Or if you just logged in um, 30 seconds before the call is supposed to begin, because that's going to tell them like, okay, when this person comes work for me, are they going to be prepared and for their lessons or are they going to be coming in like 30 seconds before the class begins and grabbing the um their side-by-side textbook or whatever and then just uh, jumping into class <laughs> yeah that's e- that's an easy one yeah 15 minutes early for the interview 15 minutes early for work you know it just makes sense yeah uh, but people don't do that so and then uh, technology happens and or it doesn't and then they're like oh i couldn't get my skype to work and it's like that's the same thing as showing up late because you couldn't find the place yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's uh, things like that. But um, no, there are a lot of jobs, and especially with these smaller employers, and those people basically a lot of times they give you a better, um, uh, better experience here in Japan. You mean the small like Eikawa kind of situations? Yeah, Eikawas, and there's even some smaller uh, schools that they they're small Eikawa or a small English school, but they also have the local um, uh, high school or middle school. Um, ALT position as well. Okay. Uh, and maybe it's like a like a hybrid position because the the city doesn't have enough kids or whatever to uh, warrant for a whole full time ALT. So it's basically okay. Um, uh, three days a week um, during the afternoons you're going to be at this high school or whatever, but the rest of the time you're doing um, yeah, a stuff and teaching from the cradle to the grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These these kind of positions are more you have to find online, right? These kind of smaller positions are basically you have to go to job boards, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times because um, what's going to happen is the same thing with you building your network because yeah, you're in Kyushu, so it's there are a heck of a lot less places to network and make these connections, and the same reason why LinkedIn isn't the end all be all for the uh, the teaching career here because. A lot of the teachers don't have a network, and a lot of the schools don't have a network either. And if you don't have the links, um, you're not connecting. Yeah, yeah, it just means nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that's why I say, yeah, go to these other events and network as much as you can because that's where you're going to get your job. So, yeah, so uh, I don't want to say, yeah, I run a job board and I'm saying, like, yeah, build your network because that's more effective. And <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so it's not that I'm trying to uh, not push my product, um, but uh, build your network. We can trust you. Peter's saying the true stuff here. He's not saying, hey, just go to job boards. That's the best way. He's not saying that, right? He's telling you the truth, guys. Job boards are a part of your job source for sure. <laughs> but yeah, just a part of it. You know, there's a lot of other things you can do. But uh, all right, yeah. Peter, as always, you'll share the good stuff for us out th- for all the people out there. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely get you back on here again in the future to talk about our next grab bag of topics. Um, obviously, send people to jobsinjapan.com. Anywhere else we can send people to check out, you know, more about where to find a job in Japan or anything. No, no, I appreciate that. And um, if anybody has any questions or are having trouble or struggling, uh, tell us what your what, what help you need, and we'll try and get to it. There you go, guys. So, Peter, I'll talk to you down the road. Good luck to everybody. Good luck to everybody searching for a job. Uh, you can find it out there if you uh, do your best, hopefully, right? It's out there. I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast. Dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you. Check out altinsider.com. And for regular up-to-the-minute job postings, check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig. Please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan, and good luck. Gambate!